You not gonna say nothing? You just gonna look at me for a second? I'm waiting for you to start, bud. Oh, we gonna we gonna start? Yeah. Well, we well, need to, huh? Oh shit. Mm. <laughs> what was you gonna say? <laughs> I thought you were gonna do the welcome to you know, and then I was gonna do the welcome, but you didn't. You, I don't. How do I start the show? I, you know, I don't know. You I, forgot already. I don't forget. <laughs> Greetings and salutations. There you go. Mm. Well, first we need to add a disclaimer. Okay. This episode was gonna primarily be a a case run or test run of all of the ads that we hope to do. Right, right. But we know Zach would not approve of us doing ads for companies who have yet to give us money. So So we can't do it unfortunately. Unfortunately we cannot. So without further ado Matrix Spoon cereal is <laughs> like the best. Okay. It takes takes all the good feelings in life and it puts it in cereal form. Yeah. So I mean why would you not do it all the time? There's no reason not to. Yeah. You can eat it for every meal and you still be healthy. And it would be a part it would be part of a two thousand calorie daily intake, as well as all the vitamins and nutrients that you would ever and need. I, and I heard I don't know if this is true or not. I did I, hear it. I heard that'll make your dick bigger too. I I didn't want to say anything, but that's what I That's heard. what I had her, even if you're a woman. So you may it's not it's not for women, it's for it's for dudes only. Well it's for I feel like that's gonna get cut because of this that part right there. For dudes only? Yeah. Nah, it's just, you know, it's just for the boys. <laughs> what if you were like non-binary, but you, but you want a big dick? Oh, that's fine. You can. Have, uh, it's for anybody who wants a big dick. Okay. So that, okay, that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah cleared fine. up. Okay, I'm, 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 I apologize. All right. Anybody who wants a big dick, eat Magic Spoon cereal and listen to Winners Don't Use Drugs. Greetings and salutations. There it is. Welcome to Winners Don't Use Drugs, presented by Engage Gaming. It's episode 28. Mm. Gruesome Yeah, Only the cool kids are here today. Yeah. Mr. Minecraft over there, over building a house and whatnot. Yeah, homeowner Zach's got to, you know. Put like drywall up and like shingles. Install counters and. Like build a fireplace and then put an Indian in the cupboard. Oh, yeah. Does it come to life if you open it back up? I don't think it does because he wouldn't believe enough. Yeah, he's got to have like childlike wonder. Yeah, yeah, he don't. He no, don't. he's grounded in reality, yeah, so yeah, he, yeah. he would never do that. This is fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I want a little Indian to come to life? That is <laughs> <laughs> the dumbest thing. What? How could that financially benefit me? But I mean, like, there's an inanimate object that becomes the life. It becomes a little person. So, it's like it's like the gift of life. Is it? Yeah. Nah. Until you put it back in there, and then they revert yeah, it back turns to back, the, it turns back. Yeah. I think I need to watch that movie, bro. It's been like it's been a long time. It's been like elementary school since I watched that movie. Yeah. You know. And and keeping in in the memory of Zach. Speaking of oh Indians of the cupboard. Okay. You know we got some we got some banger segments. Oh shit! Yeah. He's yeah, not just like it. I, I thought know. I thought he was here. That's because the spirit, it, it lives on. Oh, okay. Through the Indian in the cupboard. Nice. Here. Here. Right now. <laughs> you know what? Let's just let's just watch Indian in the cupboard for the podcast. What we'll do is we'll watch it and we'll tell you guys how awesome it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Next episode, though. Okay. We'll hold off. Yeah. No, I, I, so there's some things that I want to make sure that we do with this podcast. One of the things that I've, I've noticed a lot of, and we had a conversation prior to this about, is a lot of people, I feel like, 
creatively sell themselves short when it comes to topics and stuff. You know, they they get kind of lazy and it's like, what are you top this, you top that? Yeah. You know, I know uh, last episode we did the um, games that had such, you know, certain things in them. And I right. thought that was really cool. Yeah, we got a little little construction going on in the back. It'll be fine though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just ignore it. Yeah. Um, but keeping in that same spirit, you know, I wanted to avoid doing top lists and, okay. and Mount Rushmores and all of that stuff. But that's what the people want, though. They they want. Is the it top. is it what people want, or people, is it what what they give people and they the come pe- to the accept people, it? The people want the top ten lists. Okay. Yeah, but it's all subjective. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna come out on a limb here. I'm I'm just I'm gonna let everybody know that I'm 100 percent against whatever Darius has got planned. Even though we already talked about, even it. though we already talked about it, and I agreed to it, but I'm changing my mind now. Okay, yeah. now that's 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 reasonable, you know. Yeah. Well, what I wanted to do, okay, is instead of doing list of games, okay. a list of types of games that you thought were great and all those things, right? I want to take genres, right? Okay, and I want you to tell me if you could make a game in that genre, what would be your ver- what your perfect version of it? You can reference other games, okay, like things that they've done to give the the, the listeners an idea of what it may be. All right. And, you know, we want you all to, when you listen to it, as always, we want to get your your involvement, your feedback. So tell us your favorite ver- or your perfect versions of these games, these these different genres. I wanted to keep it easy for us this time because it can get really long and complicated and all those things. And I want to kind of build up to that. So this this episode, don't look at me like that. It sounds so stupid. It does sound stupid, so but it, it was so good in my head, and I hope it's good now. <laughs> no, no, no. I actually, I like that idea. I like it. All right. So I'm gonna take an easy one for myself, just to kind of give set the tone. Okay. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you I'm gonna throw you a starter genre, like right. a base genre, and then you can filter down into the specific version of that genre and, and, and tell us what you want. All right. All right. So for me, I'm going to do beat-em-ups. Okay. that's one of my favorite genres of games. He does like beat-em-ups. For those of you who don't know what a beat-em-up is, um, some old references would be like Streets of Rage, which also has Streets of Rage 4 this year, which was a great game. Well, mm-hmm. last year. Last year, Fan- yeah. Fantastic game. Um, brought, you know, a lot of the old stuff with some new stuff. Uh, Battletoads came out last yeah. year as well, which is another, another version of a beat-em-up. But it's essentially games where – you basically start on the left side and you go right and you beat up enemies as you go along. There's always like different characters. There's usually some sort of like main character, white dude. Yeah, it's yeah. usually a white guy. Usually a white guy. Yeah. And that's, that's understandable. Yeah. They're usually like cops or ex-cops in some cases. Yeah. Some yeah. form of law enforcement. Some form of law enforcement um, or mayor. Or mayor. You know. So so we're gonna, there's usually... There's gonna be like a balanced guy, the main guy. The main guy is usually the balanced guy, right. right? He's not fast, but not slow. Yeah. But he's not the strongest. But he's not weak. Either. He's not the weakest. He usually has midpoint of health. Yeah. So he can take some hits, but he can't. He can't take a lot of hits. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta relax. Right. Then there's usually some form of a tank. Yeah. The usually big, a grappler. The big boy. Yeah. yeah. Big, the, hey. A wrestler type character. A wrestler usually. Does some sort of power bomb or power driver or just wrecking, wrecking belly people. to belly suplex or swinging them around? And oh my goodness! They usually do some sort of lariat. Yeah, it's one form of their moves yeah. or shoulder charge. Yeah. Um, and then there's usually, and unfortunately, there's a lot of stereotypes. So there's usually a woman yeah. who is the fast character. Yeah. Now, Final Fight did break that trend by having Guy be the fast. Right, right. You know, he's a ninja. He's a ninja. Um, Trisha Ray used Blaze. Yeah. Um, trying to think of some, or even Final Fight. Three had uh, Lucia, yeah, who ended up being in Street Fighter Five later. Yeah, she did. Um, so maybe Carlos makes it in. Yeah, you never know. I hope he doesn't, but I mean, it's just possible. I mean, it's um, just it's cool that we're trying stuff like that. It is. Know? It is pretty cool. Yeah. 
So for me, if I had to make like the perfect beat up, well, first of all, I need uh, the gentleman and y'all can tell me in the comments who did the Streets of Rage soundtracks because bangers I mean just getting the idea of music to fit that type of game. Right. They like they're memorable, but they don't take away from the game. They don't override what's going on. Right. Um, I think that's I think that'll be re- like to have that type of electronic kind of um, house music. So I think that'll be pretty cool. Um, now, combat system. Now, this is where it kind of gets a little different. Mm-hmm. There's there's some basics that most beat em ups have. Right. There's a punch. There's an attack button. that If you press it a bunch of times, you do combos. There is a jump button where, you know, you jump, you can avoid stuff, you can do jump attacks. And then there's usually some sort of special move button. Now, Shish Race took it a step further by having two special move buttons and then uh, special moves you could do that didn't take energy. Because normally the special move button, at least if it hits an enemy, it takes some of your life. Right. Because it's an invincible. Everybody. Takes yeah, it's got to balance out. Got to balance itself out. Right. Yeah. Also, a lot of beat em up started in the arcades. And to punish you for using your special moves, they would take life so that you put more quarters in. Exactly. You know, low gauntlet action, if yeah, you will. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I would want that kind of base. But I would also want, because I'm a big fighting game person, I would want to see more moves. Maybe you can unlock moves as you complete stages. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's some sort of level up system. I'm always going to throw, throw some RPG stuff into any game I can. Oh, yeah, no I, doubt, I, I, no I love some level ups. Yeah. I need some goals. I need the carrot dangling in front of us. Yeah. Uh, and then I, 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 I don't like the arcades thing about taking quarters, and I hate when they port beat em ups over with that same idea. Yeah. So I would want to make sure that you know, there's either some way to gain lives or there's a decent distribution of health, at least mm-hmm. on normal mode. You can get you can get stingy on hard and, right. you know, maniac and all that stuff. But I, at least on normal, I need you to be giving me some some pizzas, you know, a la some some, uh, some TMNT, turkeys, some turkeys, no. some chicken, some, chicken. some ham, some soda. I guess you get a can of soda. Yeah. They don't give you a lot. You like a fourth of the HP back. Maybe. Mm. <laughs> that hurts sometimes. Yeah, it hurts. You hit a barrel and yeah. then soda. Huh? I'm on my last leg, bud. But I got uh, I got over half a level left. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm at eighty percent. I'm almost out. Yeah, you, not yet. You know, you got sixty five percent missing. Mm. Yay! Man. Keep going. Um, and then the bosses. I like when bosses are not just I'm gonna do some moves. What regardless of where you at? Right. I like when they actually try to attack you. You know, mm-hmm. not just jump off the screen, land on top of you type stuff, but yeah. like really trying to come after your characters. Yeah. I think that that'd be really good. Um, Cutscenes. Oh, now with beat 'em ups, you don't need super animated cutscenes. It would be nice, but personally, I don't think it makes or break a game. Like Battletoads, for example, had some really cool mm-hmm. cinematics and some really good humor in it. Yeah, it was now, pretty funny. It was yeah, it was pretty funny, but also. It didn't take away from like I don't think it would have lowered my grade if it was just like Streets of Rage, which I will reference many times because that's that's to me that's my favorite, uh, just because I played it a thousand times. That's kind of like the gold standard. It is, it is. Plus Sega re-released it a dozen times. Yeah. So they made sure you knew like this was the game. This is the game. Uh, but if it did, I think that would you know again if I'm getting to make my own, I'd probably lean towards the Battle Toads of just giving you reasons to like the characters more. Uh, and just kind of keeping keeping it light because beat em ups mm-hmm. aren't supposed to be these uh, feeling intensive games, right? They're more cut and dry. They're they're kind of old school, so it doesn't require you to have all these in depth stories and all that stuff. Yeah, 
if somebody did it and they did it well, it would be great. If they do it bad, it's like fighting force on the PlayStation. Kind of brings the game down a Why bit. Why you hate no fighting force, man? Well, fighting force wasn't bad. It just wasn't good, okay. in my opinion. All right. You know, I've been pretty sure there's some people out here going, you have lost your rabid mind. You stupid. You idiot. Like, and I understand that you may have a certain kinship to, to fighting force. I was very excited when I heard that there was going to be a beat em up on the PlayStation, the original PlayStation. And then when I played it at the time, I'm like, this is not bad. But as, as I played it more, I was just kind of like, there's some obvious weaknesses. Well, it is. It was like one of the first 3D beat em ups, wasn't it? It really, yeah, it was. Yeah. It, I mean, it, they were trying to take a genre that existed and make it something different. And I appreciate the, the attempt. I just think, especially with the second one, which was a single player game, which was trying to be more like Siphon Filter. No. Yeah, straight, straight, very far from the path. No. But it's like, I mean, uh, Capcom did it with Final Fight, streetwise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, a super edgy version of Final Fight. It was always night and dirty. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be night all the time. That's the thing. a lot of grime. The, the, the levels, like, Turtles in Time is, again, it's a top tier beat em up. And one of the coolest things about that was every level represented a point in time. Mm -hmm. So you start off. Big Apple. 3 a.m. 3 a.m., right? You go back in time, bury my shell at Wounded Knee. Yeah. You know, was it like 65,000 year B.C. or something? Six, yeah, 65 million B.C. or something yeah. like that, yeah. And then you got, you go into the future, Neon Night Riders. Neon Night Riders. Like, oh, you know what? That's going to be another requirement. Speaking of Neon Night Riders, I need some sort of uh, traveling device there you stage. Go. Yeah, that's right. What I love that. Mm. Mm. Where you're on like a surfboard, yep. um, jet bikes on battle toads. That's what, you know. That's the one thing that Streets of Rage missed. Not having a traveling section. Not, not having a traveling section. Yeah, because it just changes the pace of the game. Right. Um, and that that's something that beat 'em ups could benefit more from is just changing the pace. Yeah, and there's some who are known for that, like. Battletoads, they're known for the Turbo Tunnel. Oh, which wasn't a good thing to be known back in the day, because that's usually where we cut the game off. Yeah. And we made it far enough. It's like that and on the original uh, NES TMNT, where you get to the dam. Yeah. If I lose on the dam, I don't feel bad. I'm right. like, all right, whatever. Yeah. You know, if I don't make it past the, the, the Turbo Jump thing on Battletoads, eh, yeah. you know, we had a good run. We'll come back. You, we'll the, you can take the warp. Just skip it. Can you? Yeah, you take a warp. Are you just saying that? There's a warp in the Turbo Tunnel. Really? Where? Yeah. It's um <laughs> it's it's like maybe in the middle of the stage or a little bit after the middle. But yeah, it's like a it's a white portal and you have to like run to a wall to activate it. Oh, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Learn something every day. Thirty years of game and didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it warps you to like level four or five, something like that. Did you just skip the rest of that level? Or oh yeah, yeah, it skips the rest of the turbo tunnel. Because turbo tunnel's like is it like four? Turbo Tunnel is three. Is it three? Because you have the canyon stage, which is like the first stage or yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's the first stage. And then you have the stage where you're going down on the on the ropes. Yeah, turn to the bail. Yeah, turn the to the bail, yeah. Oof. Battle Toes is a good another another standard setter. Like if you look at Ninja Turtles like Turtles in Time or Hyperstone Heist, whatever, yeah. if you had Genesis, and you look at Streets of Rage and then uh yeah, Battle Toads, like those are all three different types of beat em ups. They mm -hmm. play similar, but they are very unique in their own way. Um, Final Fight was always in that category, but I always felt to me Final Fight was like a tier below. Also because the original console release was single player. Yeah. And that's unacceptable. Don't make a beat em up. That's just one player. There's nothing that you will gain. I don't think 
Because if you do a single player beat em up, you you might as well make like Devil May Cry. Exactly. Like if you're not gonna go that range, like don't do uh, a beat em up and then make you play by yourself. I don't care how cool the characters are, how no. like you know how many moves you give them. It's just not gonna be the same. Beat em ups are made to be co op, at least two players. At least two players. I mean, in this current generation, Battletoads is three. Uh, Streets of Rage four is four player. Like you know, I would go at it. TMNT was full. However many characters that you have to select, that's how many players you should be able to play with, unless you have like seven different characters or something well, like that. I would say if if for for screen um uh, trying to think how to how to describe it, for claiming like using all of the screen without being too hectic, right. I feel like four is a great number. Yeah. Like even when X Men's uh beat 'em up had six players, I always felt kinda like it's too much. Yeah. But I could understand it. I mean if you if as a director, if that's what you wanted to do, I'm here I, for it now. I, I love the chaos. You do. You, I, I, you I live want, for I want it. All six X Men's, just X Men. <laughs> X Men's. I want. I want all of them out there. Welcome to die. Yeah, I want all of them out there. Oh, and that's and you know what? That's another. A game came. It came out much earlier, like that, and then The Simpsons. Those mm-hmm. are I put them in the same category as Final Fight. Like they're really good games. Yeah. Um, I'll still have a, a real a lot of fun playing them. I just won't. There's not a lot to take from them yeah. because X-Men always felt like it was trying to compete with TMNT and it just never was quite as good, especially when Turtles in Time hit. Maybe the original arcade game, X-Men, is on that level. Well, I think it having up to six people was probably its greatest strength. It really was. Yeah. Unless you go to the – you know what? I, I take that back, what you said about having as many as you can yeah. because there was something a little disappointing about going to an arcade and yeah. only seeing four people for yeah, X-Men exactly. and being like, but it's six of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it could be six, and I, I, what I really meant by that was if you have three characters, I have it to where three players. you can play three players. Battle Toads, yeah. Battle Toads, yeah. Pirates of Dark Water, Pirates of Dark Water. It's only, it is two, on, players, it's only two players, but it was a good game. I, you know what? Dang, I forgot about Pirates yeah. of Dark Water. Now, Pirates of Dark Water is a surprisingly good game, especially like. I honestly would expect that game to have been just like a straight adventure game, right? Based on the the source material, yeah, and it really wasn't. Um, and then like that's a surprisingly good game. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a surprisingly disappointing game. Which one? Wildcats. Wildcats. Not because the game itself is actually bad, but because it's one player. It's one player. Because guess what? One of my favorite uh, beat 'em ups is also um, X Men: Mutant Apocalypse. Right. Which has you know it has um, Marvel superheroes or Marvel vs. Capcom, whatever you want to call it, that style. Um, special moves where mm-hmm. you're doing like you know quarter circles, yeah, combinations, Shuriukens, the yeah. special moves, and the and unlike the Sega Genesis uh, first X Men, you can't run out of power. Right. So like you're playing it, and you're just like, all oh, these moves are super cool. Even Beast is fun in that game. Yeah, yeah. Because of the special moves. Unfortunately, the SNES couldn't handle that with two players. Right. Just like the Award of Gems for SNES. Like they were like the last, I think it was like 95, 96 games. You know, it kind of feels like Mutant Apocalypse was built from one player in mind, though. It, I mean, it was because you could tell that like they couldn't have done two players. Yeah, because like the sprites were huge. Yeah, same with War of the Gems. Yeah, it's the same yeah. thing where the sprites are really big. And I mean, the moves are there. They got a bunch of different stuff. It's it's fun. Right. But it's like, man, if they would have just put that on like 64 and PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we could have got so much more out of that. Right. You know. Um, but I also heard that. Uh, those new um, home arcade systems that they have out now has Mutant Apocalypse on it. And I think it has a multiplayer mode. I don't know. I don't know if it does. You know what? Now, 
I like that thought. What I'm afraid of is it does the thing that is a very unnecessary mode in all beat 'em up games. Right. Versus mode. Versus mode. Yeah. That like double dragon, for yeah, example. Yeah. That was double dragon's thing. Is like you could fight each other. It's like I don't. I don't, wanna, I don't want to. That's my boy. We we just cleaned up the city together. I don't want to fight him at what's the end. The, what's the reason for it? Yeah. Um. So I hope that it has an actual co-op mode and not a you could fight each other. Yeah, that I'll be very disappointed. Yeah, it would it would it would be a waste of development to me. That's one of the things. If I had to make a beat 'em up, there's no first of all, I'm not even gonna put uh, you can hit each other on the game because it's just irritating. You know, especially if you're trying to like get through the game. Yeah, it's really dumb. Oh yeah. Um, now if people prefer to have the option. I understand. Sure, you can have the option. I just don't really care. Uh, another thing I personally don't care about would beat them up. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to, I think uh, a game that Darius hasn't mentioned yet, but I'm pretty sure he would like to is River City Girls. Yeah, I, I I spaced out, but yeah, that is a, a recent beat them up. That's 20, that was 2020. No, it was 2019. It was, yeah. 2019, maybe 20, late 2018. Maybe. Yeah. It might've been 2019 though, but it was, that's yeah, a really good game. Yeah. I mean, the river city franchise quietly built up a lot of different games. They mm-hmm. started on the NES days. Yeah. And like, I didn't play them back then, but I played them later on and I was like, yo, these are really good. Mm-hmm. Um, because they do something that a lot of beat em ups don't do, which is one, it's always, um, there's not a it's not a go straight game. Mm-hmm. It is a explore. And if you're going to make a you're not just going straight, you need to do it in that vein. Right. Um, personally, I don't carry the way, mm-hmm. but I, I do understand why it works for River City Girls and the River City franchise mm-hmm. and the way they do it. Great. Yeah. I'm just afraid that if other people try it, they will do bad at it. Well, I'm, it kind of rewards you for exploring. Yes. So because you get money. Yes. For beating enemies and you use that money to buy equipment. Yes. By special moves. Yeah. Or, I don't know, maybe costumes and stuff or whatever, depending on the game. You know what? I think that's something that beat-em-ups have missed out on. Yeah. Cosmetics. Yeah. And I, I would appreciate cosmetics. Even if it's just palette swaps, mm-hmm. I think that if I had to make a beat-em-up, I would have cosmetics. Yeah, there, there so. you go. Yeah, and it doesn't definitely. have to be um, microtransactions. You know, I prefer to be rewarded for playing the game. Street to Rage 4. So you Rage 4. You had a bunch. Well, technically, they were different characters, but you had different versions of those characters. Well, see, now I appreciate that. Right. Being able to play different versions of the characters. And and I think, again, that's something like you're getting rewarded for playing. Anything right. that, that keeps the carrot dangling, keeps me chasing, exactly. I'm all for. Yeah. Because I'm going to need some motivation other than just pressing square 17 times. Yeah. It's, that's fun. Don't get me wrong. I, I mean, I love it. I love to be on minions, yeah. Yeah. you know. But I want, I want something more out of it. I think that that's that's a fantastic point. Um, Thank you. I, I just want to say that. Man, we can't even. I hate you sometimes. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and I mean the the one thing with beat 'em ups that it's like a genre that I give a lot of like leeway to. It's like I don't need a long backstory. Mm-hmm. I just need gang of bad guys, boss at the top. We're going to beat everybody up as we go. Fucking A. Yeah. You know what? I'm almost positive River City Girls had this in it as well, which is all beat-em-ups need a, a elevator stage. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it did. Or at least a stage where people can be knocked off. Yeah, yeah. There were a lot of... There's a lot of those in River City Girls. There's a lot Girl. of those in River City Girls. Yeah. Yeah. Like boss fights where yeah. you get knocked off. And if you knock the boss off, you know you don't instantly kill them because I think that's kind of cheap. Yeah, a little, but bit, it, a little cheap. But it added damage to them. Right. Like a significant amount of damage. Yeah. That, that's acceptable. Um, 
Actually, the more that I think about it, River City Girls probably is probably one of my top three games as far as that genre, just because one, it took the genre of the damsel in distress, mm-hmm. which is a lot. A lot of the beat ups kind of relied on that early on. Um, Shirley Ray tried to do it a little different by saying, uh, specifically in two, that Adam was kidnapped. Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh, one of the people from the first game. Yeah. Um, again, I don't need a lot of backstory. They, they Race two, I played before one, and I didn't care that there was a one. Mister Race two is that's where it's at. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, if, yeah, if I'm making a beat 'em up, man, that's probably those different components. And I'm not gonna sit here and compile a list of them, but we need a variety of characters mm-hmm. to to match different fighting styles. We need varied backgrounds and stages. Again, we don't need this grim, everything's dark, everything's gonna right, die type right. of thing. We just need cons- like Future Rage has beach stages. Um, you know, TMNT had the Neon Night Riders bury yeah. my shell at wounded knee. Uh River City Girls had a plethora of different stuff. I mean, you're in the mall, mm-hmm. you're at the school, you're yeah. in the construction site, um, you're in the weird clubs, you're at a concert. Yeah, like, yeah. There's all, like the saunas, the yeah, corporate the saunas. building. Yes. Yeah. You know what? That's what beat-em-ups need. They need a building that you have to go up levels. Hell yeah. Like, like you storm, I need the boss, storm in yes, the headquarters. I need the boss to be on the top floor. We need to fight the boss. And you know what the ending needs to be? He needs to be he falling needs, off that He building. needs to get knocked out the he building. He needs to get off after building. Yeah, we need some old school final fight, Geese Howard, uh, Fatal Fear. Like, I got to knock him off the yeah, building. Yeah, yeah, It's like, it's, you got to. Because for the sake of potentially having a sequel, you don't see the body. Exactly. You fall out the window, there's no body. That's, you don't see it. You assume he's dead. You assume it. The good guys are celebrating. Credits roll. And then, and then one of my favorite things. The end question, question mark. mark. You don't know. <laughs> Listen, if it you want me, be. if you want me to pop, you want me to pop off. Put, put that question mark. Put at a the question end. mark and never make another game. You don't have to. But just put the question. Just mark put the in question there. mark because you don't know exactly. I need that air of mystery. Even X Men Legends did it. Yeah. You fight Apocalypse. Turns out Mister Sinister sabotaged him, and you don't know. Like, what? I mean, what does this mean? Is he the boss now? We don't know. We don't know. It's another good beat him up. X, X- Men Legends was well, more like an action RPG, I would say. But it had beat them up out. It's got beat them up out. You know, the basis of the combat yeah. is press these buttons to do right. these moves. Right. Um, I think one thing that 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 series, which turned into the Ultimate Alliance series, did, which was also something I felt like Street Race Three did, is you and I. If you go listen to some of the early episodes prior to uh, Ultimate, uh, no, say Ultimate War, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, is I said you can make the same game and just release it, and I would be happy. I wasn't happy because <laughs> that's what they did. Um, y- you got to be able to ch- change it in a positive way. Like if you play Streets of Rage two, it's it's fantastic. Um, Streets of Rage three did one thing that I like that Streets of Rage two didn't do, and that's being able to run. To run, yeah. You got to be able to run, yeah. But other than that, the whole time I play Street Race 3, I'm always like, it doesn't quite feel right. Yeah. There's something just, mm. um, Also something that Street Race does, and a lot of other series do, which is really cool, is I need the guy or or girl or woman or whatever, the person before the boss mm-hmm. needs to be more irritating than the actual boss. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. boss needs to be a coward. He needs mm-hmm. to be using like a gun or right, a mech, right. you know, something to enhance themselves. Because it turns like out they actually- real, Like he's just a real piece of shit. Yes. Yeah. We need we need the fight to reflect that they are a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, those, are, those are the things I'm looking for. I like yeah. that. Yeah. That's a good list. That's pretty good. Now, 
I want to give you a base genre. No, I don't right? want to do that. And I want okay. you to tell me which which category you want to go into and what would you do. So I'm gonna I'm gonna save the RPG for next time. Okay. Because I feel like that one might that might but get. It's not gonna be next time. Oh no, we're gonna do it again. No. Yeah, because Exodus got to build his house. You know, he's, he's only got like clay and like wood, and he's got to like he's got to make like metal out of it. I don't know how you do. It. I've never Minecraft, so I don't know how you get to it. Yeah, I don't know. I think you. I like, just I just know they're at home digging holes, trying to get dirt. And just stuff. putting random stuff in the furnace and see what yeah. happens. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what you yeah. do to make a house. Um, I want to I want to throw you I want to throw you a genre that I know you like. Okay. But I know you. Haven't found that game that meets all the criteria no, for that genre. Such, this is gonna be such bullshit. No, we played it today. A racing game. A racing game. What would you like? Because think about what racing, racing game, game. Do we play? Destruction All Stars. That's okay. It's this a card game. But I mean, like, okay, you know what? Full disclosure. Full disclosure. Ben Dares kind of discussed what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, and I thought he thought he's gonna RPG. Yeah, because he. He said, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the beat em up. You know what? You know what? That's I'm, fine. No, 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 no. I'll do the racing. I'll do the racing. But I'm just going to say that. Because you had thought about it, didn't you? Yeah, I was thinking about it when yeah, you talked. And I wanted, I wanted you to. You, I wanted you to talk about it. You <laughs> fucked me good. <laughs> a monster truck me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's all right. I can, I can do racing. I can do racing. Yeah. Okay. So, my ideal racing game, as much as I do like, like real realistic simulation type racers. Mm hmm. Like you know, I've played. Me and Zach were playing the uh, the uh, what WRX. was WRX, WRX, which is fantastic. Yes, I think I would prefer a more arcadey style racer, mm-hmm. uh, something mm-hmm. like Dirt or uh, like the old school like Cruising USA and stuff like Ooh, that. Oh yeah, see, Cruising. That's why, that's, this is why I want you yeah. to kind of think outside your normal wheelhouse. Yeah, you such a bitch. I know, Cruising USA. <laughs> so definitely, definitely going to be more arcadey style. Yeah, I would like. Uh, the locales, they yeah. gotta be like just super different from each other. Yes. I wanna go I wanna travel the world. I wanna go in like fucking So space. you're not even doing cruising USA. I'm going cruising I'm cruising Exotica. Cruising it ooh, hit him with Where you go to like Atlantis and shit. Put him over the head with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want like I want it to be unrealistic as possible. Yeah. Basically. So then what kind of vehicles are you talking about? Well then the vehicles would be more grounded in reality. It'd be like sports cars and stuff like that. But you could also have uh, fucking bus. I don't know, but the bus is going to be comparative in speed to the race cars. And let stuff. me let me ask you this question. Yeah, are you just making cruising exotic? <laughs> I think I am. <laughs> I think that's what. I, are you just updating cruising exotic? But also, I kind of like. I don't want it to just be the cars. I like them having drivers as well, mm. so you get to like pick drivers and stuff like that. Change so, stats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do that. You can customize the cars and stuff. Well, I mean, like if you pick the driver, like yeah, yeah, yeah. So one, so one driver might be better at at a top speed and handling or something like that, and the other one's better at making turns or something like that. I like it. Yeah, I like it. So that 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 would be pretty cool. And the the soundtrack, Ooh. the soundtrack. See, me personally, I prefer like I like licensed music. You like, like music? yeah yeah. So I don't know if any of you have played Crazy Taxi on the Dreamcast. Yeah 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 yeah. So fit up your room. It's it had like a fan. It had like three songs on it, but it was fucking fantastic. <laughs> okay, so who is the who is the uh, the main song? The main song on uh, Crazy Taxi. Crazy Taxi. It's uh, the Offspring. The Offspring. Uh, okay, that, that was the band. Yeah yeah. And uh, all I want, I believe that's the yeah, name of the song. Yeah, all I, yeah, okay. Yeah. Now I'm just saying, if we do get it, if we if you were to make a racing game, yeah. I need that song. 
Oh, it's got to be. That's going to be like title track. That's going to be all going to say. Yeah. So the very first, because with racing games for me, yeah. the first race is going to tell me a lot about whether or not I'm going to play this game. Yeah. So that first race, if you do, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I don't want to steal your thunder. Okay. I just want to set the scene for a okay. second. Okay. Go for it. First time playing this racing game. All right. Okay. We know it's not serious, but we the visuals are, are yeah, vibrant. Yeah. Oh yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, Locale is, you know, it's it's we're talking about we're talking about ray tracing and, and oh yeah, it's gonna look good. 120 frames. It's gonna this, look good. It's real good. Yeah. And you like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, I think I, I probably I probably I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah. I probably going I'm probably gonna come. <laughs> I'm probably gonna come if that, if that right happens. then right then I'm gonna lose the race right then because I'm not gonna be able to recover. <laughs> No, but I I really think that's that's a, that's a good thing because right. one of my favorite racing games was uh, Midnight Club, yeah. the Midnight Club series, mm-hmm. and they had licensed music. Yeah, and then like the cool thing about licensed songs, or at least just when we say licensed songs, we mean artists creating songs right. and then they being used for the game. So it's not necessarily always songs that were made specifically for the game. Right, right, right. It's just songs that have been made or songs that were made specifically specifically for the game yeah yeah but they're like various artists it's yeah. not like one person making the soundtrack right. um i think there's something to be said about you know those things like those type of soundtracks because mm-hmm. you had midnight club you had need for speed right especially when it to the, when it went to underground yeah and then you had like most wanted and all those other games but like you start hearing those songs and they just they put you in that mode yeah. like this is a racing song right right um what about different modes? Because I know you mentioned right. that. So I was just thinking about that. So I, I really do like the different modes. Uh, obviously, you're going to have like the standard arcade mode or whatever. Um, story mode, yeah, you can put that in there, but it, it's not a big deal, I don't think. Or a career mode might be kind of fun. See, but, I think the career mode thing would be cool um, just in the sense of as a way to introduce you to all of the different tracks. Yeah, that'd be, that, that'd be pretty cool. Or there's a racing game that sometimes people forget about as yeah. being a racing game. Mario Kart, yeah, where you have the different divisions. There you go. I always yeah. thought that was pretty cool. Right, right. So you have different divisions and different speeds and stuff like that. You could do that. Um, you can also do another thing that Crazy Taxi did. They had like these uh, stunts or whatever. These like yeah, po- it was sort that. of like puzzles maybe, but you had to figure out how to to get from point A to point B in a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. And you had to do like certain stunts or whatever to get to it. Yep. Like there was one where you had to to go really fast and and launch off a ramp. Then you had to land and stop on this very small platform. Yep. So stuff like that, I really like. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I, no, I, th- I think that'd be pretty cool. I, I'm really surprised that Sega. Well, Sega's done a lot of different stuff with some of their properties. I um, think they re-released Crazy Taxi not too yeah, long and that, ago. Yeah, and that's the thing that that Sega tends to do more than. And this was kind of before the HD remake craze. Right. So maybe there's a chance they end up doing something with it. I also don't think it had the licensed music in it either. Oh no, the re-release didn't. Yeah. They had they had some other ones. Um but we always have the memories of Offspring. Oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah, no like doubt. um as a kid who didn't listen to to that genre at that time, yeah. that was one of my jams. Yeah, oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah, forever. And it, it'll it'll have a nice mix. So this is going to have the rock, it's going to have the hip hop, stuff like that. And maybe some uh super euro beat or something like that. You, you know, know a lot of times I really enjoy like that's when I enjoy kind of the 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 house music, the electronic yeah. music. Mm-hmm. It's like racing because you want something to kind of boom, get your blood pumping, boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom, hell yeah! I just I'm like creating a racing game in my mind based on the stuff that you said, and I am so in that I'm hurting that this game isn't coming out. I'm telling you, 
And if anybody steals these ideas, I will come to your home mm-hmm. and I will ask you to cease and desist. Or please stop. Just give me some royalties. Give me some money. <laughs> money me, please. <laughs> um, what anything else you think that you know you think from a uh, from a gameplay, from even a visual, or just anything about the um I, when you, what know, you do be, online? Oh, no doubt. It's gotta have online. Okay. But I would also have split screen multiplayer, which is one thing uh racing games kinda got away from. How many split screen? Four. You do four? You gotta I, have yeah, at I, least four. I, I I appreciate it. A lot of times they they've they like they try to make you feel like they threw you a bone by giving you two players. Right, and it's right. like I mean that's cool, but if we're trying to do it like if I can't only do two mm-hmm. split screen, then we're probably gonna have to do like online only. Right. Because you're gonna wanna have like a full game, basically. Well see that was the cool thing about Dirt Three. We could play all me, you and Zach, we're all playing Dirt Three on the same PlayStation. Could have played the four people on that. Yeah. And really, if you think about it, TVs are bigger on average than they were. Oh, definitely. And, so, and the amount of real estate each person gets because of the way the TVs are made. Right. Like the square, I always felt like, especially if there was uh, three people, mm-hmm. it felt like first Whoever's player, on top is going to have a distinct advantage. Yeah. Like. <laughs> versus like, I'm pretty sure the way they, I'm trying to remember, how did they do the three player on dirt? It was, well... First player did have the first the 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 full top half. That's right, he did still have it. And the we had, or whoever second and third was had the the bottom bottom half split in two, but it was still very it was large. Well, you know the, the reason why I say it is I never felt like I didn't have enough exactly. screen. Yeah, and that's something that's really and that's any genre that wants to do couch co op more than two. Mm-hmm. Is that you don't want the other parties. Mario Kart has always done a fantastic job of this. Yeah. To the point where when you did three players, they'd be like, everybody gets the same square. Yeah. And we're gonna put like a map. Right. We're gonna put the right, mini map right. in the corner yeah. if it's three people. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that, that's a that's a fair use of the of the screen. Right. Uh but I'm I'm also okay with the top person getting a half if the it's divided up enough. Now, mm-hmm. granted, if you do couch co-op, part of it is on you to have a TV big enough to support yeah. the number of people you're trying to do. All right, if you got a twenty-seven inch monitor, it may, unfortunately, it may not. Yeah, I mean, you can not, do it, but that's it, not the, that's not the developer's fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't so, blame them. There's no way for me to divide this screen up enough for yeah. everybody. Uh, yeah. Anything else you want to you want to kind of add to that? Because I thought um, that was really cool. I think the visual, like the one thing I do really like about the high end, like simulation racing type games, is the the ultra realistic graphics. And it doesn't necessarily have to be like that if the graphics are very stylized and look really good. Um, they don't have to look the best, but as long as they have a good art style. Now, what is your? Because I'm a person that I like seeing visual damage. Yeah. But I don't like it to affect to affect the, the performance, the yeah, performance right, of right, my right. car. Yeah, I'm like that too. So, yeah, you can you can see the damage the damage of the car, like hoods flying off and stuff like that. But don't let it affect the performance. Like I really want the game to allow me to just have a frame, pretty much coming to the finish yeah. line. I want the Car door not closing. It's like I want it flopping. off. Yeah, I'll just, I'll, off, hey. off. GTA style, but I don't want to okay. go too fast and it just flies off. There we go. You know, or if it gets too damaged and you blow up, you just you reset. Right, right. Get your car back. Yeah, I, I love those type of things. Right. That's the one thing that cru- the cruising series. It was just like your car gonna look the same the whole time. Yeah, you know. And also, can we get the cruising uh, series? If I press the gas. While I'm already at full speed, the flames come out the back. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Maybe even if I'm not going fast, it makes it feel like I'm going yeah, fast. Yeah, I need that. So, I need that. I need yeah. that. Ramps, bro. 
They're going to have ramps. They're going to have like uh, secret um, shortcuts and stuff. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They don't do that enough anymore. Because what better way to show your friends that you're better than them than by introducing them to a racing game and proceeding to take a shortcut that shaves 20 seconds off exactly. your time. And, you know, I want people to be able to experiment with the maps and stuff like all that. You're going on the beach and uh, that cave over there looks like it. Like I can see through the other side of it. Let me just try it and see what happens. Yeah. And you keep on going. Like you don't you don't get hit by some invisible wall. You keep on going through the through the cave. Oh, I was going to trick. I thought you was going to trick him and be like out of bounds. Put you back on. the. No, 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 no. I ain't going to do that. <laughs> it will happen, though. That, some, some of the, some, some of them will be like that, but that's yeah, going to encourage the experimentation. Can we get can we get a Wiley Coyote cave entrance? Mm, I, I like that. I like that. <laughs> like, you, you might be able to do that. <laughs> just stops all momentum. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what what happened? Yes. Was everybody? I'm in mm-hmm. last place. Yeah, you're in last place. Go ahead and restart that match. Hey, there was one racing game on the uh, SNES uh, Top Gear. Uh, Top Gear One, yeah. Top Gear Two. Games was difficult. Top Gear was the most difficult game because the game would essentially, if you didn't wreck, it would let you get in first place. Mm-hmm. But the moment you lost any speed, <laughs> the entire group that's against you would pass you. Yeah, yeah. Like, guaranteed. Yeah. And it would just be like, first, second, third, first, eighth. You're like, how? Well, you, you messed up. You wrecked. And I also felt like that game lied to you because I upgraded my car as much as I could every race, and it seemed like it never did any better. So one time I tried this out, Stephen. Yeah. I just didn't upgrade it at all. Really? Ran the exact same way. Really? Yeah, I just felt like it was a big lie. I was so mad. Maybe. Maybe yeah. so. Yeah. Maybe the later levels, it actually mattered. But it didn't feel like it, you know, early well, on. It probably doesn't matter for real early I mean, on. I mean, it's SNES, so maybe yeah. they, didn't, they didn't really have a way to increase stats. I'm sure they did. Nah. I don't know. But that would be... I think that would be my ideal racing game. Okay. Okay. I like it. Anything else on your mind, just in general? Because I got stuff I can talk about all day. You said you had something. You know, Did I? I thought you said you had something. No, I think that was you, bud. Yeah, it probably was me. I'm trying to. I'm trying to well, I may have had something, but I don't remember what it was. You didn't, put, you didn't take a note or nothing? No. Nah. Coming to class without no pencil, huh, Steve? Yeah, I'm just too cool for that. So. <laughs> is, that is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, in, in the news of gaming... Because that's one of our main hobbies. Um, I don't know if you've heard, and this is something I didn't talk to you about prior oh, to this. Shit. Uh, there isn't E3 again. E3 is not going to happen again. What? Summer of Games are, is back again. No. We're never going to get E3 back. Well, okay. So I wanted to ask you how do you feel about the potential of not having E3 again? Like ever again? Well, here's the. Oh, man. It's just not going to be the same to me. What's not going to be the same? The, the the hype, the spectacle. Look at looking forward to those conferences and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, but you know what? That's been I, a, that's that's been a tradition. It it became a tradition of gaming, especially this last like twenty ten to twenty twenty. Yeah, you know, even though we didn't have a twenty twenty version, yeah. but like we were leading up to it. Mm-hmm. And I know some of the companies that started to not do a Nintendo took the first step a few years ago to not really do E3. Mm-hmm. Um, Sony started to follow suit. But, yeah, the spectacle is something I don't think you can replace. Right. And that that was and it wasn't even about the crowds being there, more so about the companies trying to create a moment. Right. And it, it was like a big event. Mm-hmm. It was something you look forward to. Now, if they did something like that. Even without the conferences, summer games. Well, if if they do it to where 
Um, they all have these schedules, and it's all around the same time. Basically, like Eve, basically like E three, just without the press conference. So you would rather have because remember the summer summer of games for you people that don't know. Um, instead of E three, which was a what week long event, uh, was well, really three three days. Yeah, but you know. The there was, was kind of last the, for a week. The, there was some build up to it, yeah. and then there was some stuff after, like right, smaller, right. smaller yeah. developers mm-hmm. and stuff did stuff after. Mm-hmm. Um, but that would be like a week in what June? Yeah, it would be a week in June where they would basically have the announcement of new games, new consoles, mm-hmm. um, new developers coming mm-hmm. out with their first like big titles and stuff like that. Um, a lot of indie games got a lot of uh, positive feedback and kind of grew anticipation. And some people even dropped games during E3. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we got a lot of demos. Right. Um, you know, the, the the cool thing that started in the early 2010s was to announce your game and say the demo is available right now on the PlayStation Store and Xbox Store. Exactly. And you're like, oh, snap. I got to go get it. Yeah. Um, we also had games that debuted at E3 that still haven't come out. Oh yeah, um, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> and so it kind of like it could work against you as much as it could work for you because all of a sudden, you know, you have something like Anthem where we find out later none of the footage that was shown was actual gameplay. It was all just made up to get people hyped for a game right. that hadn't really been made yet. So I don't know. I, I mean, if they do it like that, I think I'll be fine with it. It's mostly just me and nostalgia with the... um with the conferences and stuff like that, because that's one of the things I look forward to every year. Well, I I do I would miss the the tradition of it. You know, mm-hmm. there's something to be said for having a thing that, like you said, it happens you know every year or around that time. Right. Um, but I think the potential for the summer of games is bigger because it's longer and there were more people that got their individual time. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that was really cool to see. Um, each of these groups have their own day to do something. This yeah. is what they're doing this day. Um, for people that, don't, that didn't that didn't participate in a lot of the events, what was it? Double Fine or was it Devolver? Devolver had like the demo room floor, really, like the interactive thing they had where you mm-hmm. downloaded it and you walked through this virtual Devolver kind of. Was it Devolver or Double Fine? I I'm not remember. sure, I but it was know. one of those two. But they had like this whole thing where like it was taking you through almost like a. Um, a fair museum type thing. Yeah. And it was just, just different stuff and they were showing you the different games they were going to be, be doing. And I thought that was really cool and I think that that has some potential. I don't know how many people will try to do that later but I thought that was a really cool thing that they that they were trying. I think the the summer of games gives people more chances to try stuff. Well, that, yeah, I think it's good if you have more people able to show their games off and stuff like that. Yeah, and, and I know that Letting people do things from their home bases gives them more control over everything, which yeah. is what they what they want. Companies don't like a lot of um, variables when they're trying to do their presentation. You want everything to go perfectly smooth, right, and that's right. cool. You know, I want people to be able to show their best. Now, the danger for me in that is your game has to match the things that you're showing. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to tell me about all these cool things you can do, and you're going to show me this perfect version of your game, and when I get the game, it doesn't reflect that. That can lead you for that can lead your presentation to bite back at you. Yeah, you know we've seen things like Fallout seventy six. Um, obviously, we had Cyberpunk, 
mm-hmm. having issues like that where I mean, shoot, even No Man's Sky, it was a huge controversy for a lot of people, you know, when that game first came out because they went to E3 and they showed all of this stuff and all of these creatures and all they talk about, all this procedurally generated stuff. And then you got the game and it wasn't that the, that what they showed wasn't in the game, but the way they made it seem versus the actual product were two different things. Now, if you played No Man's Sky recently, you've seen all of these updates and changes and features yeah. and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's much, much more fleshed out game Mm -hmm. but that's not what we got compared to what we saw right um so personally i'm i'm a wait and see person yeah um i hope that we don't end all kind of expose type of things yeah because like you know tgs hasn't announced if they're going to do anything but tokyo game show was like if it didn't happen at e3 it was probably going to happen there right and if all else failed and it didn't happen at those two you had like PAX East. Yeah. You know, that was the other thing. Yeah, I don't think they'll go away completely. Was, as long as this, but you know what, goes away sometime soon. <laughs> um, hopefully they'll start doing them again. I don't think he, because even before that, the whole COVID situation, they were talking about E3 might be going the way of the, of the Dodo. Well, uh, I think the biggest issue for people was it used to be E3 started off as a, small thing yeah that grew into a big thing that grew into something that they almost couldn't control yeah so they had to try to bring it back down because at first it wasn't open to the public it was just um journalists mm-hmm. and developers right and potential uh investors I right, guess you right. would say. It's more like a business type thing. yeah which most of the expos and conventions right. really were it was for networking and you know showing off potential products right and then it morphed into this thing where who's who were going to E3, mm-hmm. especially on the showroom floor. Right. See celebrities there and people were, you know, everybody wanted to broadcast and mm-hmm. stream and turn it into their, like, look at us at E3. Yeah. And then it got too much and they were like, you know what, we need to calm this back down. And they went back to like, you got to have press passes and right, stuff like right. that. And I think when the console makers kind of pulled back, that's what kind of hurt it. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know. I mean, as as funny as we made fun of things like the Wii doing Wii music mm-hmm. and the guy playing the drums with, yeah. the, with the faux well, he hawk. Was, he was killing it. He, he looked like a jackass. He was in it. Yes. And like those things were like funny. Um, remember when Microsoft was trying to show you about the changing seasons yeah. in Forza and they had the snow come down yeah. and then the leaves and it was just like, bro, what are we doing? It, it, it was it was getting kind of out of hand with the with the spectacle. You know, and then we got we got, you know, more humorous moments like Xbox announced or Microsoft announced the Xbox one would be all digital, yeah. all online. Yeah. No, you know, you can't share games, all these like one time licenses. Right. And then Sony comes around and goes, You know how you you know how you can uh, let your friends borrow games? Like this, huh? Yeah, by giving them the disc. <laughs> yeah, you have you have the game now. Yeah. Um, so we had some like, especially in the last decade, some really big memorable moments. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the summer games can still do that. You can still showcase a new game, right? You know, I think that is important. I also think that E three was kind of birthed out of there was nothing that came out during that time. It was yeah. almost like an unspoken thing where. Yeah. You know, games came out holiday season and basically like first quarter. And there was yeah. always like this four month gap. From like September to March or whatever. Or yeah. Like I that. think it was like September to February was yeah. really like launch games. Yeah. And then the rest of the time was like 
you know, you got to get Game Pro or EGM and find out what's coming out. Yeah, and then yeah. you get E3 for a week and go, okay, so this is what's coming out this right, year. Right, right. Um, and I and I also think that I hope that, as we talked about before, I hope the summer of games becomes more of here's what's about to come out soon, soon versus yeah. here's what we're working on over the next three years because I don't care. Yeah. I can't play it yeah, anytime I lose a lot, soon. I lose a lot of hype. It's, it's just, I know I can't play it. And I don't think it's more of an instant gratification thing. I know a lot of people are like, well, it's because the times are different. I'm like, I don't personally feel that way because I was always like annoyed when you show me a game that has a two-year launch yeah, window. Yeah. Like, well, why, what am I supposed to do with that? Right. You could have saved that for the next presentation. Yeah. You know, one, one, uh, one year from now, I'm fine with that. Right. But if it's going to happen anytime outside of 12 months from when you show it, why are we here? Like uh, Elder Scrolls? Yeah. It's going to be a few more years still before we see yeah, that. Yeah, it's going to be 2022 at least. And yeah. it's like, why would you show me that? Right. So that you know we're working on it. You know, you just, okay. I mean, they showed Dragon, I mean, <laughs> they showed Dragon Age. And you know what we heard from them recently? Mass Effect remake. Yeah. Like, They're, that that Dragon Age is still in, it's got to be still in just concept stages. Probably. They just did it so that people would put their names in their mouth again. Yeah. And that, I don't think that way of, of advertisement works anymore the way they would like it to. Yeah. Because I don't think it serves you any good to have people search Dragon Age 4 on the internet and then two weeks later it's nothing because nobody cares because it doesn't exist for real. Yeah. Like that, don't do it. Just give yeah. us, just tell us when the game's coming out and then bring your game out. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's just going to be interesting to see post-COVID if we get an E3 again. You know, or maybe it goes away for a few years and they try to revive it. I don't know. Yeah, it could, that's possible. Um, you know, they'll go away for a little while and then people will start doing the conferences again because nobody else is doing them. And then, oh, they're doing them. They seem to be getting a good re- reception. So we'll start doing that again. Kind of like how Nintendo started doing the Direct. Direct. And then oh, yeah, Sony it, started doing every their injury. Own thing. Every, yeah. I'm sorry, injury. Every industry. It's like they make a joke all the time about the NBA says a copycat league if a team does something and it starts to be successful, everybody tries to do it. Yeah. Video games is the same way. Oh, yeah. I mean, if it works, why not? Yeah. And it's like the crazy thing about the Nintendo Direct was how did you even know it worked? Yeah. It was just people like I think people will talk about Nintendo if they announce something anyway. Yeah. But it's just the fact that, like you said, Sony just could, was like, what, what do you mean they're not going to do E3? Like, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> and all of a sudden, like, like people are really reacting to these Nintendo directs, and now it, it's it becomes what um, Nintendo does. Yeah, they make a direct. Now, I think the one thing I will miss though is seeing a new trailer for a game that that's that's hype. World premiere, 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 and premiere. then like after it gets over with, you hear the audience like cheering and yes. stuff like that. I kind of yeah, the crowd reaction was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't miss right after that. The guy in the jeans, Converse, and blazer with why, t-shirt. Why are, you, why are you so against that 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 outfit, dears? Because again, it's a copycat thing. That's true. You're it's, only, like, it's like we're we're businessmen, but we know we're cool. We're, we're hip, you know. <laughs> it is a tuxedo tuxedo t-shirt yeah. outfit. I mean, it's you know, it's business. We can go to a business meeting, but I can also you know go to the sports. It's the bar. mullet of outfits. He's fashion over, in the front. over here. Business in the front. If you, if you don't know, Darius is a little. He's a little fashion snob, just a little bit. I uh, don't confirm or deny any of the claims he, made, being he made is, by him right now. Bit. He is a little bit. Listen, just because y'all out here wearing uh, Adidas shoes with Nike hoodies, like that's 
Come on, bro. That's like, passe. What, what you doing, man? I'm, 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 I gotta keep it real with the people. Like you, you, okay, you okay. live in foul. You okay? My bad. I didn't know. So yeah, we, we gotta live. match brands. I mean, but I'm not saying that every brand's got it. Like you don't have to have a whole, you know, Nike tech suit on. But like, I mean, I've seen people with that. I'm like Nike decked out, head to toe. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's cool. If that's what you do. But like, Nike. but like, it's weird to have like some Adidas track pants. Well, and I like mean, I like Reebok. the way this looks, and I like the way the Reebok shoes look. I first of all, the 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 one reason why I I think it's bad, and the people that agree with me think it's bad, is those colors never match. Okay, well, if it doesn't look good, you know, I mean, that's different. Put the black track pants with the orange. Dr- no, nah, don't track do jet. that. Don't do that. It's not Halloween. <laughs> you went with that pretty fast. You... Well, it's black and orange. <laughs> quick, quick draw over here. <laughs> um, but I'm not a I'm not a fashion snob. I just think we need to have standards out here. He, he's a little, he's a fashion snob. Okay, just a little bit. so don't 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 try to put that on me. <laughs> but I do I do think that was like that was a running joke. Yeah, that all of the, the oh, pre- yeah, presenters look the same. Yeah, it was, and it was just like they every once in a while, tea and the every once in a while, instead of having the blazer, they have like a like a leather jacket. Yeah, and it's like all oh, like oh, he's really like he's hardcore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got the leather jacket, might have some spiked up hair. Yeah, yeah, he's you he's, know. he's punk. The single ear- earring on yeah. the. Hmm. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna now, have, if if that's your actual style, I mean, oh, that's fine, but don't just you know don't let it be a copycat thing. Well, my my thing about that being your style, yeah, is like I know where you saw that you saw somebody. Yeah, but else okay, present. so but if if he's if he did copy, what if he's just rocking the shit out of it, like like damn, just killing it. He's just killing it. Yeah, no, come on, bro. Well, I put it like this: Have you ever seen? I mean, it anyone just, at one of those events where you went, yo, that fit is killing. But all that really matters is looking good, though, right? Like for yeah, real. Yeah, but they. So well, but I'll put it. But your that's your opinion. It is my opinion, and I'm and I'm okay with them disagreeing with it. But I'll put it like this: Reggie stood out because he wore a suit every time. Yeah, it made him look better than them, not because he looked better in the suit, Uh, but because all of them looked the the same. I think didn't he wear the blazer a couple of times? But I think he did wear the suit. But he always. Well, here's the thing: he always had collared shirts. Yeah, you know, so he didn't have a tie every time. But like. If you're going to do the the casual yeah. thing, then do the ca- don't put the blazer on with the jeans. Yeah, just put it like I was always surprised that these people would come out introducing a game and have mm-hmm. a graphic T-shirt on that wasn't the game. Yeah, yeah. Like, what is? Why do you have that graphic on? Like, show them. You know, I'm one of the I'm one of the people. You know, the people wear the shirts with your game on it. Yeah, but that's kind of like. On the nose, little, little gauche. Yeah, <laughs> I can't, can't come out wearing my own game. Why? Well, I love my game. If I made a game, I would have it tattooed on my forehead. Now, one thing that uh, Yoshi P does, the director of Final Fantasy fourteen, he'll wear a graphic tee on on his mm-hmm. uh, promotions, whatever. But that graphic tee has some sort of clue. Let's talk about to it. an announcement or whatever. I'm cool with so that's, that. that. That's cool. Like I'm, I'm that. cool with that. Yeah. Remember the dude um, did a lot of work with Tech Mode, Ninja Gaiden. Uh, yeah. I can't remember his name. Yeah, and I know he's got some questionable yeah, stuff in his past. So I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not. I'm not. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the fact that every time you saw that dude, yeah, you knew it was that dude. Yeah, that's and I'm him. not saying that he was even fly because I didn't think he really dressed dressed nice, but he dressed. That was him. You couldn't tell me that that wasn't him. Yeah, that's that's his style. That's what. That's what and he I'm liked. Like, like be you. Yeah. I just I find it very hard to believe that all of those people are being themselves wearing that same. No, outfit. no, no. That is that is most definitely a market ploy to be more likable. 
Who, what PR part department to, to are you talking to? To be more relatable. Man, it's not working for you. But I don't see I don't see regular people walking around like that. Granted, I don't live in Silicon Valley. Yeah. You know, so maybe that's the thing on the West Coast. or I mean, they could the be developers. a thing that they wear, you know, I mean, that's business casual. Business casual. Maybe that's just because, I mean, honestly, it makes sense. Well, I don't see people in like nice cardigans and stuff on stage. Yeah, but you can't. I mean, yeah, I guess. I guess. Well, you're right. What can't you do in a cardigan that you could do in the blazer? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Where I, are you going? That's why I didn't say it. That's why. I didn't, that's why I didn't continue it. That's why I didn't continue it. You called me out on it. I don't appreciate it. <laughs> but no, in the blazer, the blazer gives me more range of movement. <laughs> like if I'm gonna, you know, if I'm gonna go bowling or something, I don't know. But the cardigan, I gotta take. You know, I can take it off. And you don't have to take it off. Man, I'm gonna start sweating. It's gonna get hot. If I got the, the blazer, blazer, isn't hot. I can take the blazer off, and the, I have the graffiti underneath. What am I having fun with the cardigan? Are you not wearing a graffiti under the cardigan? What are you doing? Why would I wear a graffiti under the cardigan? Because the cardigan doesn't cover up your entire chest. It shows like that. It's like a. It stops halfway. Yes, we're not going to have a graffiti in the cardigan. I, now, now you're just having crazy talk. We can do the great. Why do they that. all have vans on or Converse? Yeah. I don't know. Look, Honestly, the, I, I think the, that's just the style. The Converse that, Chuck Taylor is a classic. I think that's just that in that network of Nobody people. had Jays? I think, I mean, hey, a nice pair of Reeboks. I don't even that, like that Reebok is, shoes. That's true, but I think that's just that that culture. That's what they have. I expect them dudes to be having like some New Balances on or something, <laughs> some Nike Monarchs. <laughs> so I, <laughs> the I, grass cutters. I think that's just. I think that's just their thing. Which means that we need more diversity in gaming. <laughs> I mean, hey, From, yeah. like. Think about how cool it would be if somebody hired a stylist for one of those presentations. I'm pretty sure they do. Honestly, I'm I'm going to bet you that they have somebody. Ed Boone did. Well, yeah, you go. Got them hair plugs. Hey, hey, fuck it. You got the Mortal Kombat money to get them. Hey, yeah, because once the Mortal Kombat money started rising again, that hair got fixed. There you go. Round Armageddon. It was real thin <laughs> at the time. <laughs> it was like a real ruffle for that. Ed Boone could do what he wants to. Yeah. But it's like. I don't expect to see Ed Boone dressed like all of those dudes. No, he's, he's probably got a scorpion wear, shirt on. He's going to wear, I see Ed Boone wearing some blue jeans and a belt and like a, a sweater. Nope. Yeah, or I've seen or him wear like, like another rim t-shirt. Or a t-shirt. Like he wears t-shirts that yeah. have Mortal Kombat stuff that, on That's them. That's what he does. Yeah. And I know his name. Yeah, you know who Boone. I don't know? Random uh, developer who? or producer at Bethesda. There you go. All I know is Todd Howard. Hey, you killed him then, because I don't know him. You, you know, you know Todd Howard is. He's the little. No, I I couldn't pick those people out of lineup. You couldn't pick Todd Howard out of Never. lineup. Not at all. Because when they get on stage, you know what I say? What? Do the do the. You know how they like they're playing like their demo, and the first the camera zoom back and you see their screen over their shoulder as they yeah. playing. I'm like, no, do the full screen while I just see the game. Oh yeah, that's what I'm waiting on. <laughs> that's that's my view. I, I think you could pick Todd Howard. Out. I I I assure you. As much as I love being confident at being able to do something <laughs> right, I could not pick okay, him out. Okay. Yeah. If you if you put a bunch of developers and you could put like Shigeru Miyamoto and a few other people yeah. that I clearly know, well, I Sh- might pick Miyamoto as Todd Howard. Sh- Sh- Shigeru Miyamoto, Reggie. Yeah. Todd Howard. Uh, Peter Molyneux. Mm-hmm. I feel like I should know what he looks. I know his voice. Okay. I know his voice. Uh, uh, Swedish dudes from CD Projekt Red. Nah, bro, they could be anybody. <laughs> they, <laughs> they could be anybody. I bro, have no idea. I don't idea. know anybody from Bethesda. I don't know anybody from Bioware. I don't know any. I don't know anybody from EA. And I know we all hate EA. I don't. Know I don't anybody. know anybody from EA. I feel like they I think I know. Them. I think I remember the 
one of the old guys from EA, but he's not there anymore. I can't tell you what Major Nelson looks like. Darius. I, I'm you t- can pick up Major. Dude, I don't know those dudes. I remember, remember they do, they had the dude uh, that Sony had the fake spokesman. Yeah. I could pick him out. Oh, uh, yeah. I bet you could pick him out. <laughs> maybe you're right. You know who I, I could pick out? Who? I could pick out Cool Spot. Cool Spot? It's a mascot, bud. Exactly. You're supposed to be able to pick him out. Exactly. These people are acting like they're mascots for their companies, and I don't know you. And I don't want to know you. Zoom in on the game. This, what we're gonna do next, next, next podcast? I'm gonna get a lineup of some of these people, <laughs> and I want to see. How much I don't see. Rapid fire. I want to see how much, how many of these people that dares. Well, I think you know more than you think you do. I, and I appreciate you having that faith in me. And I'm gonna tell you now, if you pick Japanese developers, I'm not gonna do that. Okay, because every time I was gonna say Shigeru Miyamoto or the dude that made Final Fantasy, <laughs> I'm not gonna do that to you. <laughs> like. That's a Kiritoriyama. Oh, that's what he looks oh. like. like. I can't. Pick- I, I don't know who Kiritoriyama looks like. Only people Japanese I know. Man? He, come on, mm. is that not true? He is a Japanese guy. Okay, I can I can point out uh, uh, Yoshi P from the the one who directs Final Fantasy fourteen. Okay, I can point out what's the dude who made the. You gonna uh, keep trying to make Final Fantasy fourteen the thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to do my best to mention Final Fantasy fourteen in every podcast. You gonna try to get it over? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, 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 Oh, he's the, a voice actor, isn't he? No, he's the dude who makes the music. For no, Final I said Fantasy. Nolan North. He's a oh, yeah, he's a voice actor. Nobunasu. Yeah, uh, Nobu. I, I can't remember his name. Nobunaga's ambition. No, come on. See, look at you. Where you going? That's a good game. It, it, yeah, okay. It, but <laughs> <laughs> you, you didn't sound like you believed it. First and foremost, let me just Nobu let everybody Amatsu, know. I think that's his name. I've never played a Nobunaga's <laughs> ambition game, but there are dozens of them. There are a lot. On like every platform, there are a lot of them. Pretty sure if I put it in on my app store right now, I would come up with probably, at least three of them. Probably, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna try to play. Maybe it. like Romance of Three Kingdoms or something like that. Yes. Yeah. Now I, I just the craziest thing is I never was really into the developers. Like I really appreciate what they do. Yeah. But I feel like it doesn't serve me a lot to know what they look like necessarily. Right. Now I'll read an article. From a developer, like we, yeah. you know, that's what we grew up doing. Right, you get, right, right. You get a Nintendo Power, you get a Game Pro, and you just you do what you got to do, right? You read the because you want to know about more about Zelda. Why did they do what they did right, with George's right. Mask, oh. or you know, um, why did why did Final Fantasy Seven heirs have to die? Spoilers, bro. Come on. If you think that no, that wait is a, a minute. Spoiler, uh, wait a minute though. Wait a minute though. Who they listens had, to this? They, who hasn't played that? They game? had a remake that come out recently. Now if there was no remake. Or Final Fantasy Seven, there would be no excuse for them not to. That's, know. that's even more reason for you to know what happens. But, but yeah, I'm saying it's in people's minds now. Uh, side note: I've never played the remake, so I don't even know if it actually gets to that point yet. I think, it, I don't know. Does it? I don't, I, I don't know. See, and, and well, now they definitely, now they definitely spoiled it for him. Sword dies at the end of Kingdom Hearts Three. No, I've no. never, I've never played Kingdom Hearts Three all the way through. I stopped because it kept like every boss. I was just making Ferris wheels and stuff and winning. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it got, got kind of weird. But I'm sorry if that's a spoiler for people. I didn't. I I didn't. I actually, I was joking when I first said it, but now that I think about it, you're starting to feel like yeah, because I don't know if it does happen in the remake yet. I'm pretty sure it does. But I it think may, it does. It may not. But I, yeah, we just we uh, clearly we haven't played the remake. Like yeah. I've started it. Steven started. I've started it, but I yeah. just don't have time. I'm sorry, Lewis. I haven't. I haven't done right. <laughs> Thank you for all that you do, though. Yeah, we appreciate it. We really do. Um. Was there anything else on the developers E three stuff? No, but I'm, I'm I am going to get a list. No, we're gonna do it. But I think what it is, you may not know them, but if I point them out to you, it's like okay, 
I recognize that person. Yeah, I, I, and I believe that could happen. I just, I okay. just don't feel confident. As much as I'm normally confident about knowing stuff, yeah, right or wrong, we, we, we're look, gonna do look, it. Look forward to it. Yeah, yeah. Next episode, we're gonna do it. So yeah, be prepared. Yeah. If, uh, if it doesn't happen, don't get mad though. Yeah, because we might forget. Yeah. All right. Close this out. Yeah. I want to do one more segment. I, I like doing segment. I like segments okay. sound cool. Okay. You know, it feels like we're official. Like we we do stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, but this one will be it'll be a little shorter and it's on a lighter note maybe okay. for you it might not be I don't know maybe I'll trigger some sort of some serious shit yeah some chain of memories and then like you start crying or something yeah. and I feel bad about even bringing this up um, but like nowadays I feel like people have so many options to play games like there's so many ways to play games yeah. so many ways to play your favorite game like if you like Fortnite you could play Fortnite from the moment you wake up to the moment you went to sleep on like anything that you were basically playing yeah. You know, like it's almost going to be on like fridges and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but when we were growing up, we got 30 years of gaming. You don't have to say that. I feel like it's a good point of reference for people to feel like we're knowledgeable in a field that we we barely scratched the surface in, mm-hmm. in in reality. Um, But there used to be times where like today, I feel like most people have a game, a console. You got your phone. You can play some games on. Yeah. Right? As a kid. You know, then we're talking about '90s. You know, you can we can talk about early, mid, and even late '90s. Mm-hmm. As a kid, you didn't have that option. Sometimes you had a Game Boy. Sometimes you might not have. Mm-hmm. You know, what if you went somewhere and the batteries died in your Game Boy? They weren't rechargeable. So if you didn't have extra batteries, You're you fucked. just had to turn that contrast all the way up yeah. as it faded away. <laughs> I hope you get to a, a save point. A save point. I hope you're playing a game that has save. Yeah, yeah. Because if you're playing well, like got a password, if you're playing like Bart at Camp Krusty, that does not have a save yeah. point. You got to beat that game straight through. Even like Castlevania for uh for the game where you had to beat straight. Like there was a l- most games. Yeah. Pretty much if it wasn't a Nintendo made game, you probably got to beat it straight through. But yeah. Um, but you would go to someone's house. Mm-hmm. For whatever it may be, maybe a family friend, maybe an acquaintance, like whatever it was, maybe some relatives. Yeah. You know, if you have a family reunion and it's in a different town and you got to go, you know, meet everybody and you would be like, I wonder what game they have. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you would find games that you were like, I didn't realize this game was really good. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you an example to kind of set the stage for you. And then you kind of tell me or tell tell everyone. So for me, I have two games on each side of the spe- a game on each side of the spectrum. Okay. A game that I went over someone's house and played and realized this game was really good. And I, I it brings up a, a fondness. I have a memory, a, a nice memory attached to it. And that's a uh, is it Kirby All Stars for the Super Nintendo? Okay, yeah. So I went over a friend's house and he was like, you know, I have he had two games. He had Super Punch Out. Right. Which I was not going to play because I knew it was going to require a level of focus and irritation that I did not want to deal with at the time. <laughs> As a person who played the original Punch Out on NES way too much, yeah. I knew what I was getting into, and I was like, "Nah, I play like I beat the fake Glass Joe guy, and I fought like the fat bear dude, and I was like, nah, I'm not doing this.' They already yeah. starting with the f- shenanigans." Yeah. Um, and then the other one was Kirby All Star. Okay. And I was, and at the time, I was not really a big fan of Kirby. Um, we, I didn't have it on NES or SNES, and I remember my brother had it on. Game Boy, and I didn't really laugh. Like you, yeah, you play that. I'm not playing Kirby, and I just kind of felt like it was like, unfortunately, this this just tells you how like cool I thought I was. Mm-hmm. I thought it was too kiddie. Yeah, I look at it, and I was like ten. Oh my god, I know it was, I'm a jerk. Yeah, <laughs> but we started playing it, and I realized that one very different in the color. First and foremost, like Kirby's a colorful game in its own way. It's not Mario. 
but it's vibrant. Yeah. And, and it's, to me, it's, it has more character, especially the SNES version. Like Mario World, legendary game. Mm-hmm. But it was like, you when I, even when you first start playing, there's an air familiarity with yeah. it as soon as you play it, right? In comparison to Kirby, it was my first time really playing it. And I was like, I know he sucks stuff up. Yeah. But what else? And on that game in particular, and I'm a big fan of co-op, yeah. you could suck an enemy in and you could press down and it would create a partner that would come around and fight with you. Right. And if you had another controller, you press start and that person gets to control that enemy. Yeah. So I would be like, yo, just suck the fighter dude up yeah, yeah, yeah. and let me run around yeah. with him. Like, you don't get to be the fighter, Kirby, but whatever, I get to be fighter man. Yeah, you get two people. Yeah. And I thought that was like, so me and the guy, we ended up playing. Like, it, was, it just ended up being a really cool game and we yeah. were cool. And I just thought like, man, I, I, I missed out. Like, I could have been missing out on yeah. that just because I felt like Kirby wasn't cool. Uh, on the other side of that, um, you know my dad. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't need to get into a whole big thing about some of the, the adventures me and him have had when I was a kid of him pursuing uh, women and whatnot. The, the fairer sex. Yes. And sometimes that would lead me to being at someone's house and I had nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, I would get lucky and, and these this particular you know person would have a game console of some sort. Yeah. So one time we're, you know, we're at some person, some lady's house. I have no idea who this lady is, but my dad's like, hey, we get McDonald's afterwards. You okay, know, hell yeah. Might stop by Walmart or a pawn shop, see if we can find some games. Okay, I'm with it. I'm down. So like, I got to sweat this out yeah. to get to the, yeah, to the good stuff. To the good stuff. And they had a Sega Genesis. And they had one game for that Sega Genesis. Ooh, okay. Now, first and foremost, it blew my mind that they had one game because I'm like, how'd you get a Sega Genesis and not have at least Sonic 1? Exactly. It's supposed to come with a system. If not Sonic 2, because this ain't even the old Genesis. This is the smaller one. Yeah. This is version 2. Yeah. Like, okay, you had to have Sonic 2 with this because I had both versions of the Genesis. One came bought it from Sonic like one. a pawn shop or They could yeah. have, and I didn't care. Yeah. Okay, I was like eight. Yeah. The game that they had was Pit Fighter. Oh my god! And until this day, I can't stand Pit Fighter. Pit Fighter is not really a fun game. I went back and played the arcade game later because I was like, it couldn't have been that awful in the arcades. It was just a, it just had to be the port. Mm-hmm. No, Pit Fighter was a terrible game. I don't know how Midway goes from Pit Fighter to Mortal Kombat. It must have been Tobias and Boone. It, it had to be the whole thing. Yeah, because it uses the same graphic style, the photorealistic. But it's so bad. Yeah. It moves bad. It plays bad. The audio's bad. Mm-hmm. And it played like an arcade game on the console, which means it's acting like you can put quarters in, but you get three lives. Yeah. A dude kicked me three times. I lost a life. I was like, what am I supposed to do? They only have three characters. They, they did use the beat em up style character selection. Yeah. There's the heavy, there's the there's the average, average and, the and, light, and then the fast. The fast they all suck. Yeah. Oh yeah, no doubt. And you had to like beat stages to get more moves. Yeah. And I got good luck beating a stage. Yeah. They had the bat. They had Test Your Might, mm-hmm. which people forget about in the original Mortal Kombat. And Mortal Kombat 2, I think, had Test Your Might. Yeah, they had Test Your Might. But it was like, and unless you had a double turbo controller, <laughs> you were never going to beat any of those Test Your yeah. Mights. And as a kid that has jammed some controller buttons down trying to beat those things, I, just, I, I was like, what am I supposed to do with this? I beat A-level. Mm-hmm. And it was like after using like two of my three lives, Oof. it was like test your might, and I was there at this house for like three hours, dude, yeah. and that's all I could play, and I was just like this sucks, and my dad being the humorous guy that he is, like 
hey, hey, Derek, you've been playing this game all day. You must like it. And no. I was like, no. And no. I, I, this is one of the few times my dad has seen me be like, I don't like this no, game. No, father. I do not. I, I did not have fun playing this game. So that is that is my both sides of I've got a, a nice memory from a game I didn't expect to be good. And then I have a I forever hate this game, which is Pit Fighter. So Kirby All-Stars, great. Pit Fighter, Basura. Nice. You you and you could just give me one, unless you want to give me both sides. Um, I'm trying to think of a, a situation like that. I would guess. Um, uh, okay, so my mom had this friend that she grew up with. All right, um, and she would go visit her and stuff like that. Sometimes I go with her, and she she had like a daughter and stuff like that. She's a little bit older than me, so but anyway, they had a Super Nintendo. And, of course, being the young uh, video game lover I was, I was like, oh, man, what games they got? Yes. And, yes. Uh, as so, soon as you see it in the living room, yeah, I don't mean yeah, to cut yeah. you off, but as soon as you see like, in the living room or, like, somebody's room, right. you're like, yo, they got a system. What games they got? What, what games? So, they had, I believe they had Mortal Kombat 2, which, I, was, which was good. That's a good day. That's a good game. And then they had uh, Ultraman for the Super Whoa. Nintendo. So, so, here's the thing about Ultraman, okay? I never played it before. Um, and it's a fighting game. Is it S- sort of? If you if you ever played, I've played Ultraman, so I know what it's like. If you if you if you haven't played Ultraman, but if you played uh, Power Rangers on SNES, when you use the Zords, when you use the Zords, right? So I'll I'll be honest, I was kind of enjoying the game. It was it was it was a good time waster. Basically, I'm, I'm yeah. gonna say that. But what pissed me off about the game is I know where you're going. What pissed me off about the game was. That the only way to beat your enemy is you have to use a special move, a certain special move to finish them off. So you can beat them down all day long. You can get their health to nothing, but you will never beat that stage until you figure out how to use this special move. Okay. Let me ask you, did you figure it out? No. I'm going to tell you why. Yeah. Because there was no one, there was no case. Oh, there was oh, no instruction booklet. Never. I didn't see an instruction booklet with a game. The only time I would ever see them is when I bought, when I first got my system right. and the game that came with it. Yeah. And with the Sega, you could send all four game. Yeah. So you got the case. Yeah. I was a poor kid. Like whether I was living with my dad or my mom, I was right. all, we, we, we weren't rich. So all my games came from places like Funko Land, mm-hmm. pawn shops. you like, I would go to Walmart to find games that I wanted to get and then try to find them at other places because right. I couldn't pay new game prices. Yeah. So I, I understand. I never had books. So now me, I was kind of the opposite. So I usually, now of course, I had uh, ones that didn't have them because I got them in various places. But I did have a fair amount of, of manuals and cases. Now, I didn't take care of them because, I, of course, I was a stupid-ass little kid. That's very harsh on yourself. Yeah. Oh. Bro, I was a piece of shit. I'm a piece of shit. I hate my... Now, anyway, <laughs> um, uh, take care of your stuff, kids. Yeah, yeah. They're uh, worth money. But anyway, well, even if they're not worth money, it's your stuff. It's, it's something you own. You should take care of it. Take pride in your stuff. Yeah. But anyway, um, I was a little upset because I never could beat it. I never could get past the first stage because I didn't know how to perform the finishing move. I don't I don't know if you remember this, and maybe you weren't around. It may have been just me and Marquise. Yeah. But there was a young man. I'm not gonna say his name on the podcast just for, just for. Um, I don't feel like I should. I don't want to bring this person up. Their name. I just want. I just want to set the scene. Okay. But I played Ultraman. Okay. Back. At, I didn't play it back in the day. I played it later on the emulator. Okay. 
and I had played it prior to this conversation. Yeah. So as always, since we were the um, Pokemon kids, there we go. Because they didn't know what games we played in high school. They just knew we played Pokemon. So that's mm-hmm. that was the thing. Um, they were like, hey, we were talking about different games we like from like the SNES era and stuff like that. And they were like, hey, man, those games is cool, but they're not as good as, as uh, my favorite game on the SNES, which is Ultraman. And it's cool because you got to you got to finish your people off. I'm like, but you could do finishing moves on Mortal Kombat and it doesn't suck. Right. And he's like, no, but like you can't beat the stage unless you do a finishing move. I was like, that sounds stupid. And it was stupid when I played it. And if I wanted a game that played like Ultraman, I would literally just play the Power Rangers games and play in the Zords. Yeah. Because it was the same same idea, just better. Yeah. Like, it moved better, it sounded better, it played better, and also, you didn't have to do a finishing move, which, later on, I looked up the finishing moves to Ultraman, and it was all stupid. How, how, how do you perform the finishing moves? I I remember looking up something where you had to hold, like, L, and then do a command Yeah. to do the finisher. The thing about telling somebody in 1990-whatever on the SNES to hold L while doing something else sounds like the re- most ridiculous request because most games didn't even use that button. Right. It was usually a repeat of another button. Yeah. Like if you press L, it does the same as X every once in a while you got games like killer instinct street fight. It's mostly fighting games. that would even use it mm-hmm. like mortal Kombat would make L like um run on mortal Kombat three. Yeah. But like mortal Kombat two and one, it doesn't even have a purpose. Right. It does it does not. It's probably a block steel. Like it's, yeah. which you could just press R. So, it was it was a lot of bad execution in that game, and again, it didn't look that good in comparison to uh, Power Rangers, and it didn't play that well. Yeah, it was stiff, clunky, you know, a time waster as you mentioned. Yeah, I mean, I guess I mean it's a little bit different. I guess it could, it could be a positive that you had to finish them off. It, it's very true to the source material. That's true. That's true. Uh, but I wish there was like maybe some indicator showing you what to do or. Like, was, I mean, what if you rented the game? That's how I played it. Well, actually, I'm sorry. I played it on emulator. That's how I played most games back then. So, yeah, like if you rent Ultraman, you usually don't get an instruction book with it. Especially if you don't rent it from like Blockbuster where they would put the instructions on the right, back of the right. case. So if you're in like a small town, you use like a local video store. Oh, you're uh, you're screwed, bud. Yeah, you're most likely you're not going to get a stretching plug. So you're never going to figure out how, unless you just randomly look out and do it. You would never look out and hold L while doing anything yeah. back then. So... Like, there's no way. Yeah. And another thing that was dumb about that game was even if you went to like the button configuration yeah. to see what everything did because you didn't have a book. Right, right. You know, like when I played Street Fighter on the first time, Street Fighter 2 on SNES, yeah. you can go to options, you can go to button configuration, and you can see what the buttons do. You can't do that on Ultraman. Yeah. So how do you even know to do that? Right. So it's, like, there, there was no way as a kid you're going to figure that out. It was a waste of time. And that sounds like it would be awful to rent. Like, I could just imagine myself like, oh, man, Ultraman. Because we I, we knew what Ultraman was yeah, even yeah. back then. Yeah. You know, we had, you know, I thought he was like a, a copy of We Are VR. He, he wasn't. He was, he, the, he was not. He but was the it, I could see the similarities. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like and Power Rangers. Screen. Like, clearly, yeah. he looks like something from the Sentai yeah, series yeah, or something, yeah. which he clearly inspired. Right. Um even though he looks like a pretty sure he's, an, he's he was inspired from Jet Jaguar from Jet Jaguar <laughs> Jet Jaguar. Hey, I know Larry be making fun of that, but that song slaps. Oh, hey, no doubt. 
Like your theme song is just your name being repeated over and over. That's all you need. Yeah. That's when you know you're a fucking badass. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And he was fighting. He was fighting with Godzilla against the other monsters. There you go. Yeah. Some dude in the suit that grew real big. Yeah. Like Japanese Ant Man. Exactly. <laughs> Jagger. The fact that they they have somebody singing it who's clearly Japanese. Yeah. And they, you know, the 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 pronounced. I'm not gonna butcher that word, but the way they pronounce <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jet Jaguar. Go 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 to YouTube. And Just look type up in Jet Jaguar. Jet Jaguar. I'm now I'm saying that I can't stop saying it. Now. <laughs> Jet Jaguar. Jet Jaguar. Look it up. Jet Jaguar. <laughs> And uh, especially the theme. Yes. And just, it's fantastic. Hopefully it's like a montage where the theme is playing and he's doing stuff. Yeah, yeah, where he's doing like Jaguar stuff. You know what? I'm going to, um, I'll let you know my username when I get when I create it, but I'm going to make a uh, AMV of Jet Jaguar okay. where it's just his theme song and it just clips of him fighting, nice, um, okay. you know, um, Kaijus. You want to upload it to LimeWire? Let's download it. Um, I was thinking BearShare. Okay, but I can I can you know I can make multiple multiple okay. files. Good. That's cool. Um, yeah, man. Anything else on your mind before we? Uh, no, I think this is a pretty good. Uh, I think it was pretty good. It's way better without Zach. So, yeah, let's, let's make that known. Um, gruesome twosome forever. Yeah. Um, hashtag get out of his Zach. Work on your house. Work on your, hashtag work on your house Zach. Yeah, yeah. We bring our hashtags back. By the way, I want y'all to know that. Okay. So, I didn't know they ever went away. So. Did you <laughs> Did you make posts where you put like 17 hashtags? Uh hashtag hashtag. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever done a hashtag in my hashtag life. Hashtag life. <laughs> Never done it. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag rise and grind. <laughs> hashtag I don't know. It's a pound sign actually. It's not a, I don't know what a hashtag is. Does that does that bother you that they changed that they repurposed a, a the little bit? But you know it happens. So, it does. Yeah, it just happens. Okay, all right. It's the culture. Culture it's moves culture. forward. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, we really appreciate you all checking it out. Yeah. Uh, rate us, review us, like, subscribe, and always give us you know comments, feedback. Please, we appreciate yes, it. We want to interact. And with also, our you know, as always, you can email us at winners don't use dr- uh, I'm sorry, w d u d. Oh, okay. Uh, is that isn't that the w dud? Or what we do an engaged game and movie? No, I think it was W. I think it was W. Dud. Why do you say? Why are you saying it like that? Because <laughs> that's what it is. W D U D. At engage was it at engaged gaming? Yeah, I believe so. Okay, Zach would know, but of course he's not here. So blame Zach for us not knowing the actual email address yeah. to the podcast. W D U D at engagedgamingmobile dot com. There we go. Uh, yeah, send it to us. Let us know. You know your thoughts. If you have genres like you would like to suggest, if yeah. you have. Um, Thoughts on the genres that we picked, racing and beat 'em ups. Yeah, you know, give us give us your ideal version of those games, and then if you know, like I said, if you have any other genres that you want us to dive into, we will do it again next week. We will also do the rapid fire. Darius, pick these developers out. Yeah, we're gonna um, do that. We will tell you how I did because you can't see it. Not yet. Not yet. We're, but we're, we're working on that. Yeah, we are working on it. We you got some stuff saying? coming. We got some stuff in the pipeline. Yeah. So just stick with us and keep keep helping us grow and keep watching us grow. And we appreciate y'all. I think that's it. Peace. Bye. Crossover combination. Finish!